Hello, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you by ShortTrackExclusive.com. I'm your host, Thomas Faddis, alongside two other Short Track Guys with me in the house, Jim Pokrant, driver the 07 CanQuitFishing.com Sportsman, and 2021 Sportsman Champion, Ted Baber. Ted Baber Video Productions, also locally here at Five Flags Speedway in Pensacola, Florida. What's up, guys? Good evening, sir. Let's start off with a let's go, Brandon, tonight. Oh. Instead of ending it, let's just start with it. Why not? Yeah. All right. One, two, three. Let's, let's go, go Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All, All right. right. Let's go, Brandon. So you guys can take that for what it's worth. Um, we think it's funny. Yeah. Uh, we're but amused. It, yeah. <laughs> But then we're easily amused. So. Yes, yes, we are. So I, th- I think this is all of a, a post uh, snowball derby week. Uh, we got uh, last week. Uh, we have some videos up uh, on our our Facebook page with uh, Jim and his qualifying effort uh, that's going up. We've got some things to talk about uh, after the snowball derby. It's kind of like getting the dust off of it. But there's still some racing going on, and we're going to get to it uh, before 2022 starts. But Really, big season starts then. Right. That's right. Very early. <laughs> Very early. Yeah, uh, you don't get much of a break in short track racing. So two month turnaround. Boom. <laughs> you started again. No, and and one of the big announcements is the uh, the CRA Street Stock Series uh, will be a part of the Speed Fest uh, in twenty twenty two schedule for the first time at Chris Motorsports Park in Cordell, Georgia, in late January. And uh, I know Will Kimmel and his crew and. There's a lot of other drivers in that street stock series is going around across the country, but first time at Chris Motorsports Park and the first time with the um, Speed Fest in 2022 is going to be a big event. So that's just a like a note right out of the bat. So you guys keep your eyes out for that. We'll have um, uh, episodes coming up for that. Maybe some videos, uh, some something before that. Uh, so just keep your eyes out for that. Oh yeah, because I mean, CRA Street Stock Series is bad to the bone so it, it ought to be a good show and speed fest has always been a good race so yep it's going yes, to be an interesting deal you know with our boy bubba pollard being there and all the big short track late model guys showing up so it, it'll be a good show be worth going to if you could get up there yeah exactly and uh, some other notes uh with the southern super series uh going big Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 13 scheduled series uh, from North Carolina to Florida in the region. Uh, 10000 to win with some bonus money coming up. Uh, I think the Southern Super Series is uh, uh, really just growing uh, bigger and better. Uh, we saw in the past uh, with the Snowball Derby here just uh, a week ago, um, with the names that, that made it, then the names that actually didn't make it, that went home, uh, chose not to run the last chance to get in. Um, they're just, uh, this Southern Super Series is going to be big, even with the bonus money. Oh, yeah. Well, there, I forget. I think it was, was it CRA or, or one of the big late model series that, that, that had, uh, late model stocks and pro late models drop their super late models. Right. Yeah. I think it's. I think it was CRA that did it. They're just going to run pro late models in the in the late model stocks. Right. The the car count just wasn't there. Yeah, to continue but on you got to consider there's probably seven or eight teams that ran every single race there. That'll be Southern Super Series bound. Now they got a supercar. Why sell your stuff and run pros when you can run super? So I think that's going to be a good addition to that series. I think that I think they they made the move at the right time. I think with the late model teams we've got now, I think it'd be it's going to be really big. 
Winning right. that now, winning that is going to be huge. That's right. going to that's a big stepping stone winning that series. Yeah, exactly. You know, with Bubba Pollard and uh, Stephen Nassie and Matt Craig and those, you know, the likes. Mm-hmm. Uh, January thirtieth actually starts that Southern Super Series uh, schedule. Um, and that's at Chris Motorsports Park and right. Five Flags, I think, is uh, in April eighth uh, and ninth. So definitely put that, um, uh, you know, in your, in your bucket list, <laughs> in your yeah, your bucket list and your schedule to get to the eighth and ninth because that's going to be a what we think uh, was a double header right. from last year that was yes. so successful. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a big deal. It's a hundred laps, I think, both nights, yep. and um, you're going to see guys come in here and. Um, I don't know if a mobile, we're going to try to get in touch with mobile and see what, what their schedule is like, because I don't know if Friday or Saturday night, uh, I don't know how mobile would fit into that, but, um, hopefully mobile would get a little bit tighter, uh, connection with that super series. Maybe so. I mean, it's, she's been running pro late models and stuff like that, but, but local pro late models, nothing big. So, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see that track stay afloat and keep working. I mean, we get some mobile cars over here, and I'm getting from several people I've talked to. A couple of guys aren't coming back next year. They're just going to run over there exclusively. So I hope, I wish them all the luck. Right. They they have a good, successful deal over there, but I really wish they'd put a wall around that place. I'm telling you, I'd, going off that back straightaway and that wet grass towards one of those Jersey barriers has got to be one of the scariest things in the world, and I don't – I don't know. I've seen people get hurt, and I don't. I think it'd be better if you'd bounce off a fence than you would sail off into that abyss. Yeah. What do you What do you think about a three night deal, like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or a Friday, Saturday, Sunday deal with you know, you know, Five Flags and Mobile getting together and making a a whole total weekend with like a lot of money on the line. That would be excellent. You could, could do that, but it together. it. The the problem with that is going to be the tracks are two totally different setups. So you're going to asking teams to come in, run one race here. They used to do it in the All Pro Super Series, but back then the cars weren't as complicated as they are now. Back then you could pretty much run the same setup in Pensacola Mobile, maybe change one spring, one shock, and be competitive because the All Pro Super Series used to run Friday night Five Flags, Saturday night in Mobile, and it was a big show. I mean we we got to get the fans back to the racetrack. That's that's where we're lacking right now. These kids nowadays got their faces stuck in, in iPads and, and laptops and video games. They're not they're not concerned with getting their hands dirty. You know, you got young kids like Grant Thompson and a few others that actually work on their race cars and get out there and they want to learn. You got to you got to do something to get these kids interested, and that's that's where we stand. If we don't get the kids interested in fans, it's going to destroy our racing. That's that's my opinion. Well, I don't, I don't think the kids aren't interested. I mean, because we're seeing 13, 14 year olds in late models now, but they're not working on the cars. <laughs> they're just driving. And when they get bored, they don't want to do it anymore. They're just going to walk away. If you get their interest in the mechanical side of it, what it takes to make a motor run, what's it take to fix the brakes? What's it take? And if they wad it up, make them fix it. Like Chase Elliott, Chase Elliott can fix his own stuff. A lot of these kids nowadays, they just put on a pair of sunglasses and sit back in the chair and watch the crew work. I think they should have to work on the race cars. I think that should be part of your coming up in a racing. You should because you'll appreciate the car more if you have to fix it when you tear it up. Right. You, you won't just drive in there and dump somebody and laugh about it. You'll be like, oh, if I tear this thing up, I'm going to be two weekends. I won't be able to hang out with my girlfriend. I'm going to be stuck underneath this race car. So I just think there's more to it. That's just my opinion, but that's the way I feel. Well, I'm, I mean, that's 
You're Coming from the old guy. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> well, 2021 sportsman champion. Yeah, but still I'm the you old know, guy. You, so. you worked, uh, you know, a long time. And yeah, well, uh, you've been underneath the car, and I, I kind of know what a little bit of that is oh, like. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have any help, too, so I know what that work goes under the shop and try to learn uh, and have some help on the outside. You being part of that help. And um, so, yeah, I, I totally get it. Um, well, and, and, you know, it's like my car right now. We, we cut it up. It's just now a pile of scrap metal minus the roll cage, which I'm going to reuse. And my transmission's trashed. My bell housing's trashed. My clutch was trashed. The drive shaft's bent. The cross members destroyed. You know, I mean, it, it was a hard hit and it destroyed a lot of stuff, but I'm going to work on it. I've already started because I'm not going to be come March when we start our regular season at five flags. I'm going to be ready to rock. Right. Right. So that's, that's our game plan. And, but I mean, I, I would love to mentor some young kids. I mean, if you, these, these kids need to learn that half these kids can't change a flat tire, dude. You break down side road mm-hmm. and daddy come change. My, and your parents are like, well, he shouldn't have to get his hands dirty. He should uh, yeah. go to college. No, college is not the, not an answer for everybody. Just because you're a straight A student doesn't mean you get to go to college and you're going to learn something that's going to make you money. Well, you don't wind up with a pile of debt. Yeah, by the time you get exactly. Out of school, you, know? you go to trade school and 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 not end up in debt and make six figures if you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm a, I'll get off my soapbox here, fellas, but I'm just I'm saying it affects everything. If kids don't want to work on nothing, then you know, granddad and grandma get too old to work on stuff, and daddy don't want to work on it. And then the kid gets has a kid, and he doesn't want to work on nothing. How are things going to get fixed? Right. How are we going to continue our sport if there's nobody to work on the cars? That's that's what I'm trying to get at. There's nothing wrong with a blue collar job. There's nothing wrong with making an honest living. Right. Well, that's it. That totally makes sense. You know, you if you want to do it, you've got to do it yourself. If you want you want to do something right, you go out there it's and do yourself. it. That's you it. know, and get don't don't expect dirty. it to be. Hey, don't stand in the shop and cross your hands and just stand there with your feet crossed and just look and watch what's happening. Don't ask questions. Don't get on there and get, you know, cut up. Don't get burned. (laughs) You know, you got to get in there and figure it out. And uh, that's just the way it is. And and apparently a lot of these big series, it's just not that way. No. And it's, it's, you know, rent a car. And we've discussed this before the business about how big money is ruining a lot of things. And that's part of it. You're you're exactly right. You're exactly right. I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, I enjoy working, you know, with kids and, and watching them, the joy in their faces when they do something right. Here, take this apart. And you know how I learned? I knew what wrenches and tools were. Yeah. There's there's the, there's your part. My, my first car broke down, a timing chain broke on it. My daddy said, uh, push it in the garage and start taking the front of the engine apart. He didn't come out there and help me. I pulled the power steering pump off, pulled this off, pulled that bracket off, got to the timing cover, pulled it off. My dad rented me a balancer, pulled that off, pulled it, and when we put the timing chain on, we started the car with just the timing chain to make sure it run. I put it all back together. I mean, it's just kids need to learn that way. Yep. So anyway, enough of that mess. Let's let's get on to our, our short track racing because I'm 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 done off my soapbox now. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, was a, a big race uh, this past weekend at uh, Swansboro, North Carolina. It's a four tenth mile uh racetrack yeah just just west of jacksonville north carolina is a solid rock carriers race of champions uh and it's a very very emotional uh win at carteret county speedway with stacy perrier uh i have his uh picture with the asa car and uh you know best wishes thomas stacy perrier hanging on my wall a 51 years old and comes away with a long awaited win 
uh, at Carteret County. Uh, Stacy Purrier comes away with the win over Connor Hall. Connor Hall, that's what yeah. I'm Connor Jones and Brandon Queen and Justin Carroll, and that um, not by just a little bit either. <laughs> no, it was not just by a little bit. He just he had that set up, and uh, like I said, it was an emotional, long-awaited win for him. He's won a lot of races. Uh, he's mentored a lot of kids, like yep. we just uh, right. we just got through men- mentioning, um, but. You know, he, he dedicated the win to a spotter and a, a very dear friend, Daniel Williamson, just passed away this past November uh, from COVID. And, uh, wow, um, we're going to have the replays here on our Facebook page. And if you haven't seen that, that uh, it's it's very special. It was a cool uh, deal. Yeah. And and it's good to see the old guys, 51-year-old, still out there winning races. Way to go, Stacy. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I, got, I, I can say we're winning. I was, don't count us old guys out. We can still win. Still get it done. Still get her done. That's right. Yep. Still get it done. Well, congratulations, uh, Stacy. Um, much more success and and whatever you have endeavored uh, in racing history, or you know, you're you're just whatever you've got going on. Just uh, best of luck to you, and hopefully, we you can be an owner and have somebody uh, in the car, and and maybe it, it be a 15 year old that's been in there and it got cut and burned and learned. You know, the front suspension, rear suspension, rear end, engine, whatever, and just go to the front and stay there. And we can move on to the Fall Brawl 200 at Citrus County Speedway at uh, Inverness, Florida, which is just uh, west of Orlando in central Florida. Yep. Uh, it was a big 200 lap sportsman series race, 10,000 to win race, which kind of seems to be a norm now for every race that you go to that are big. They're always racing for ten thousand plus bonus money, which is which is what I like to see. It attracts a big field and good quality cars. Yeah. Well, those cars are also going to be uh, they're sportsmen, but they're also I think those are the same cars they run the Wheelman series that Ricky Brooks has taken over this yeah. next year. Yeah, correct. Yep. Yeah. And Jason Bale comes over uh, starting eleventh. Um, Number four zero seven. Four zero seven. seven. <laughs> yes, correct. That's right. Started eleventh and uh, had already won it twice. And came from 11th position and ended up taking the win from Brandon Morris, I think. And Jake Perkins uh, was in the mix there. I don't know exactly if they finished one, two, three, or, th- or two, three, four, whatever. But um, uh, congratulations to Jason Bale winning his third uh, fall brawl 200 at Citrus County. I have to give a call out to the seventh place finish because he's uh, some, a name we recognize, Anthony Cataldi. He's been here before. Right. Yes, sir. Congratulations to him. I'm probably not, uh, you know, the finish he expected, but, um, yeah, we throw his name out there and probably in one piece. And that's a, that's a solid finish. I'll tell you what, that, that, that series is going to be something to watch the wheelman series. Cause I think Ricky Brooks is going to take that series to the next level. Well, that's, that's, I mean, I'm, I can say that too. I'm I'm sure that, uh, anywhere Ricky Brooks is, his presence is shown or known, and people know that they're going to go to a big race or any race. It could be a ten lapper, you know. But if you go and Ricky Brooks is going to be there, you better you better bring your stuff. You will be legal. Yes, you will be right. <laughs> the room of doom will speak again. Exactly, yes. room of doom is is pretty much what he he started. Oh yeah. And so that's um, kudos to Ricky Brooks for being well, being up front, and it's uh, it 
it is by the rules. I mean, it, it, this is the way it's laid out. And if you're not there, then load yep. it up, go home. Right, well, you know, Gary Ballou said that Ricky Brooks is better than any DEA drug dog. He's the best tech <laughs> inspector he's ever seen, he said. I told Ricky that, and he just grinned ear to ear. He thought that was the neatest thing. He he tore him down after the derby, down to the bare bones. Well, he got to. Yeah. When a race like that, you need to tear something off that car, because that's... You just don't need to weigh them and pay them. That's what happens to us a lot. They just, oh, well, let's check your box. Like I'm gonna, like I'm gonna cheat there because I know every week you're gonna check that. Oh my <laughs> god! I, I pray we get a tech man. I really do. Nothing against the guys that are out there right now. I mean, they're they're trying, but we need a leader. We need someone that can lead and do the job. Yeah, yeah Ricky Brooks is it. I mean, otherwise they wouldn't be calling him all over the cross country, you know, to True. to do what he's doing. Because if Ricky Brooks is there, they better they better load it up right because you're wasting your time. Yeah, we had a dude named Brian Claudeal that was actually looked like it was going to be a good one, and his wife wanted to go live in Ohio. So you know, Mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. So he moved to Ohio. That's true. Good guy. I thought I thought he would do a good job, but you know. I've actually been asked that when I retire from driving, would I be interested in being a tech man at Five Flags? I don't think my attitude would let me do that ever again. <laughs> I really no. don't, because I, I can't stand somebody to cuss me, and I'm somebody walking up and MFing this and doing that. They're liable to missing some teeth when they walk away. I don't know. I might consider it sometime, but right now, no. Yeah, you got I, you got I, one more year. You're defending yeah, sportsman champion. Right. You need to go out there and defend it again. That's so. right. And if I win it second time, it's going to be mic drop time. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll talk about that next year. Yes, right. <laughs> so um, we're going to throw a little bit of a special here uh, with Short Track Guys podcast, and uh, the three of us have gotten together earlier before we went on, and we're going to talk about the top five. We have some notables. Yes. We have some notables we're going to talk about, but we've, we have narrowed it down to the top five short track drivers of the year 2021. Boy, did this take a while. <laughs> and it, so yeah, I, well, that's, that's the whole part of that segment. Right. And um, we're going to start with some of the notables and some might agree, some might disagree, but um, we have, have gone extensively into some research and this is what we came up with. Our notables would be on the dirt side of it, uh, included would be Big Sexy, yeah. Brandon <laughs> Overton, Overton. Yep. and Joseph Joyner, uh, a local hero here uh, from Milton, Florida, uh, that has won a big race uh, on the dirt tracks. I think it was 100,000. 70,000. It wasn't that much. It was, I think it was 40 or 50. And then he, he he's running, running the top three in a lot of big name, big races this year. And next year they're going to come at it even harder. So, yeah, uh, kudos to the hunt to front guys. Right. Yeah. So Brandon Overton, Joseph Joiner, and then our our first, I guess, our first runner up notable would be Matt Craig, uh, All American four hundred winner, uh, has participated in a lot of the Southern Super Series races and a lot of super late model races across the country. Um, and we just had to throw those three names in there as the notables and, um, anything else before we get in the top five. And we'll start with five and go all the way to number one. Well, of course we got to bring up Bubba Pollard. <laughs> Bubba won a race this year and he's run up front. We got, we got to give our boy some props. He's had a little off time, you know, figuring out a new chassis. He's got plenty of money. He's got the TM ranch behind him. I put Bubba Pollard in there next year. You better look out for him. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I I can't disagree with that one no. bit. Well, or Love Stephen Nassie. You can't count those guys out, man. I mean, you know, I wasn't a huge Nassie fan, but I've become one because the dude has changed. He's doing a great job, and I hope he wins a ton of races. I'd like to see him win a snowball derby. If anybody well, ever would believe I would say that, but I do believe that. And, and keep it. Yeah, I get to keep it. <laughs> this time. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll move into number five. Uh, Jake Garcia. Oh, yes. Is in Definitely. the fifth spot as far as we are uh, the top. Five short track drivers of 2021. Jake right. Garcia, uh, the driver of the 31 super, uh, 35 super late model, um, has shown a lot of potential. A, uh, got a great group, uh, group of people, uh, with the crew chief, Ricky Turner, former snowball derby winner. He's yeah, won a lot of races this year. Yep. Um, so we had to put him in a number five spot. Right. And, um, Bill Elliott, I mean, uh, Chase Elliott is one of his mentors. Yep. yep. You know, yep. the, the kid's got a ton of talent. He's he's come a long way since he started. He's going to be a big winner. He's this other, I think he won the Blizzard Series. He's got a long future, too. So. Yeah, he does. And I think he's Southern, he was Southern Super Series champion. Correct. So, I mean, you know, that's two big deals, and next year it's going to be even bigger. Right. You know, they're watching that kid. They're, they're, the big guys are watching him. Right. Number four. <laughs> Number 22. Out of the... Uh, Donnie Wilson. Donnie Wilson Motorsports yep. stable, uh, Sammy Smith. Absolutely. Sammy Smith yep. is, uh, yeah, we wanted to put him a little bit higher than that, but, um, you know, number four, I think, is a very fitable. He won several races this year and did pretty dang good. So, I mean, you know, you can't, I mean, if I place, he backed the thing in the fence yep. and and with uh, got into it with Jackson Boone, came back to finish in the top five with the car shortened about six or eight inches. The spoiler <laughs> knocked all out of whack. So I mean, you know, uh, you can't you can't count Sammy out in any race. He, he can drive him bent. He can drive him straight. Bent. Well, he won the first Blizzard Series race this year, didn't he? Uh, I believe he. Yeah, because the twenty six broke. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think he did win the first one this year. So yeah, just you can't you can't count him out no yeah. matter what. And I'm gonna tell you something in Nashville, him and Chandler Smith put on a show up front if they i think both of them had problems but let me tell you something those two were beating and shoving and i'm had donnie smith <laughs> giving donnie just yeah yeah I, I, oh he's probably done her chugging uh pepto bismol <laughs> oh god you guys are gonna make me puke because <laughs> yeah. he it was bad but i mean uh, it's, i agree with sammy smith he is yeah. he's one of the best yeah yeah Great I, race car driver yeah and you can you can best that uh he's gonna be uh a name that we'll be mentioning we'll be reckoning with him for, for, a while. for a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so we'll move to number three, uh, Luke Fenthouse, uh, Wisconsin uh, native uh, that's up there uh, winning the, the Slinger Nationals and getting a ride in the SRX series mm -hmm. um, and really uh, doing himself justice and then coming down here to the Derby and performing like he did, uh, albeit not the, you know, the performance that he wanted in the finish, but... Um, yeah, what he's done and, and proved himself against the stellar field that they had with the SRX series and getting in winning the Slinger Nationals was like really nice. <laughs> yeah, great kid, good kid, ton of talent, going to be somebody that we're going to be watching. And, uh, you know, from the Midwest, where, I mean, you got to think of the talent that came where he come from. Yes, you're talking, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking Seneca, you're talking Mike Eddy, you're talking Dick Trickle, um, Alan Kowicki. I mean, Mark Martin. I yep. mean, uh, Mars, Mark Marzov. He was another guy that they they 
uh, considered one of the best uh, from out that area. Those guys, man, they raced seven days a week sometimes. And that's what they did for a living. So, I mean, you, you can't, and it would, to come from there, you're coming from pedigree. That's for damn sure. Right. right. Good racing. And we roll into the top two, and uh, number row. number two will be Mr. Five-Time Snowball Derby winner yep. from Wisconsin, Rich Bickle. Right. Happy retirement, dude. Yes. Absolutely. We, we're going to miss you. Um, well, I loved your interview there at the end where you drank a beer with everybody, and, and that was really cool of him to give one of his fire suits to our gate guy, yep. um, Tatum. My, uh, Michael, Mike, not Mike Tatum, but uh, Daryl Tatum. Gave him a fire suit, one of wow. his Cummins fire suits. And, and he, now this was back when he won his third snowball derby driving a Dodge. Mm-hmm. He could still fit in that fire suit. Tell wow, me how much yeah. that man's physically, his physical fitness is pretty stout. But you know, he won the Joe Shear Classic driving number thirty six, and then he won the one of his good friends Jim Sauter won that race. Um, fitting season for a guy like him. Right. I'm glad they let him run the snowball derby. He started running pretty good there, and then I think the motor let go. Rich Bickle, we're going to miss you, and we hope to see you around. I hope you're not going away completely. I think you'll be around. <laughs> he said something about going to Costa Rica. I don't know. And he <laughs> yep. said this thing about living down there. I'm like, okay, well. Yeah, only time will tell. Yeah, right. so congratulations, man. Great job. Yep, congratulations, Rich, on uh, a, a stellar career. Uh, we're, we are uh, from Short Track Guys Podcast. We are going to miss you. Uh, and miss talking about you and your your racing career and your success and everything. And I wish you all the best in the world. But number one, do we need a drum roll here or something? I I don't know if there's much of a drum roll here, but we can, yeah, go ahead. It is Mr. Derek Thorne. Oh my, from oh, yeah. Bakersfield, California. Oh yeah, with the SRL. Yeah, that Southwest Tour out there in California. Uh, ten races, he wins nine of them. Um, <laughs> Just come out here and just dominates the Derby weekend, too. So. Yeah, sets on the pole for the third year in a row. Right. Uh, set on the pole uh, for the Snowflake on Saturday night for the second year in a row yeah. and wins both of them. Yeah, yeah led every single freaking lap. Led That's every a, lap. Yep. Kicked led the most butt. laps in history in the Snowball Derby at 287 laps and... Got so shuffled. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, don't... Uh, he got shuffled. He got... Nah, I, I, I yeah. The okay. bump and run. Yeah, but, I don't I mean, know. But I'm going to tell you something. It's no different from me. If I was running second to him, I, sorry, dude. If I was racing against you, Thomas, for the snowball derby, I'd have to move you, brother, because that's, <laughs> that's something on my bucket list, and I wanted and he wanted it. And that was one of those deals. Who wanted it bad enough? And Chandler right. Smith wanted it bad, so it happened. But congratulations, Derek Thorne. You're, you are the best yep. short track late model driver in America right now. You're yep. the man. That's yep. all there is to it. That's uh that's our vote and uh we put it together and we've uh you know we went through uh, an extensive uh little bit of research and um Derek Thorne you are the man congratulations to your 2021 success uh look forward to having you back in Pensacola uh next year and uh keeping up with your success yep. uh Rich Bickle we will continue to follow up and seeing what your what your life is all about after this year Luke Fenhouse, Sammy Smith, Jake Garcia, all the guys that we've met, Matt Craig, Joseph Joyner. Bubba Pollard. Uh, yeah, and Bubba Pollard. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bubba, you are our man. We've got a fender in our in our studio. We look at it every Wednesday. We all bow to We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Yeah. 
I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, the way he's mm. going to take it because it's a fender that's <laughs> it's on his car. But, all right. but you know what? If, if, if Get on our Facebook page and tell us what you think. Right. Who, who is your, your top five of the best short track late model guys in America? Because that's ours. That's our opinion. We It's a consensus among the three of us. Correct. And and we want to know who you think is the best short track late model guy in the country. Somebody Old, new, young, from, I don't care. Yeah. Tell us who it is. Yep. Could be Gavin Graham. Could you know? Could be Hunter Johnson. Could be some of the Kurt Britt guys. You know, or could be Jim Pokran in this twenty one twenty six. Jim Pokran, if he were hey. if he was fourteen. Yeah, but he's not. He's fifty one, <laughs> and he's 51. still running good. <laughs> not bad for an old fat guy. Fifty one and healing, and his car is injured. Yeah, car, no, the <laughs> car, car is destroyed. The car's killed. It's gone. it's buried. Yeah, I, I have I have to have a funeral for it. Nerd. It'll come back as a Toyota somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Or beer can or something. It's yeah, it's going to the scrapyard. What's left of it? But hey, it's all part of it, man. Yeah. You, you know, I've destroyed a few of them in my career, and you know, I may do it again someday. I just hope I don't get hurt in the process. No, no, nah, I don't think so. You build tanks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting ahead neck restraint too, because that's just. I'm sorry. I, that was that one worried me a little bit. I'm like, uh-huh. oh boy, it's time to time to step up. I'm getting old. My neck ain't as strong as it used to be, and. So it is what it is, but tell us what you think, please. Right. Give yeah. us give us some feedback. Yeah, exactly. We'd like that. We'd like to hear from the fans. That is Short Track Guys podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can get up with uh, Jim Pokran at JBP zero seven zero seven at hotmail dot com. That's me. And then uh, Ted. Ted Baber at Ted underscore Baber at Yahoo dot com. Right. Uh, you can look. Uh. You know, just get us with our Facebook page and, and like, share, and uh, leave us a comment. You know, we, we want to hear from you, and we appreciate your support. As we always say, your support is our motivation, and that's right. why we keep doing this, because we are short track guys, and we love it, and yeah. uh, we love that you love it, and we want to hear from you so we can feed off of it. So That's it. And if you if you got a driver that wants to be interviewed... Right. You want to get your name out there? Hey, please give us a holler. We would gladly do it. We did with Christian Rose, and he's moving along, and hopefully he's getting better, and we'd love to help you out. So if you want to to get your name on airwaves, please give us a ring. Give the driver some exposure. Yes. Exactly. Your sponsors, too. Yeah, the driver and the sponsors, and, uh, you know, we we welcome anybody. So just uh, we appreciate your support, and, uh, we appreciate you listening, guys. It's always a pleasure to get with you guys on Wednesdays and, and you know, go to the bull ring with you guys. And uh, we'll look forward to next Wednesday. And That's any it. final thoughts before we sign off? No, not really. Just thanks for listening and, and uh, give us a good rating. And, you know, keep us in your in your, uh, in your uh, repertoire of uh, podcasts and keep listening. We're going to do bigger and better things, hopefully, in 2022. And, mm-hmm. And uh, thanks, Ted, and, and uh, thank you, Thomas. I enjoy, lo- I love doing this. I want to tell you guys that this is this is the most fun I can have. I get to talk about what I love to do, and that's I love racing. So this is this is awesome. It is a lot of fun. I appreciate both you guys and love being here every Wednesday and having fun with it because we we have more fun before it starts. But <laughs> yeah, well, we we'll have to record some of this pre oh, yeah. the pre show stuff and maybe do a special <laughs> so y'all get a kick out of what we yeah, do. A blooper reel. That's it. <laughs> That would be that would be a blast, and uh, that would certainly be an episode for sure. Carl might even show up. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. <laughs> All right, guys, and uh, until next Wednesday, we'll we'll see you then. Uh, and thanks for everybody to listening, and uh, we will 
Uh, certainly talk to you next week. Good night, everybody.